BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Joel, are you ready to talk about some GD wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no, I I am. I am. I am. (laughs) I just saw the title of the episode. <laughs> I, I think it's a very apt title for this episode. Yep. What the hell are you doing, Bray Wyatt? What are you doing? Nothing. Was, this oh. is what this is what the improv community calls waffling, where you just say stuff because you don't know where to take something. So. There's so much lore that we have to talk about tonight, Tim. Uh, yes, all of later. We have other things to talk yeah. about. You want to you want to you want to intro anything on the show here? Nope. All right. Well, welcome to Tim and Joel Call it in the Ring. What's the date today? It's the fifteenth of January, twenty twenty three. So I'm going to start titling and giving dates to these shows just because I like you all. And if you like us, go ahead, toss a thumbs up on this video, whether you're live or after the fact. I don't care. Just do it, please. Thank you. Let's go. And you can leave a comment if you're watching us after the fact, or if you're in the chat. Hey, hi, hello, how are you? It's good to see you. You can subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked anytime and tell your friends while you're at it. We got our Super Chats open. If you want to go ahead and support us here at Fightful Overbooked, go ahead, toss us a Super Chat. Any amount will... I mean, listen, we read questions from the chat all the time, but we'll bring it up more likely if you give us some some ducats to go with it. And we appreciate it's Basically, it. a guarantee we'll bring it up if you throw money on it. <laughs> That's true. You throw money down and we will absolutely... We are, we are whores for this. And finally, we have our overbooked Discord. Go ahead. There's a link in the description. And if there's an article up on Fightful, which there should be with this uh, this this particular stream and this show, then the link is also in the article on Fightful.com. So go ahead and do that. I, I do those now, by the way. Mm-hmm. I've been doing those for a while. I just Now I just do more of them for some reason. Happens. <laughs> Start running content for a, for a show. Then all of a sudden, they want it for all the other shows, too. Reward for good work is more work. Just awful. Who would do that, right? Mm. Anyway, join the Discord. Uh, Tim, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty tired. Yeah? <laughs> Unrelated to wrestling. Wrestling was fine. Thoroughly fine. F-I-N-E. End of story. That's how I feel about this week. But, like, it was, it was yeah. Uh, baby was a little ill this morning, uh, which kind of destroyed the whole entire plan for the day. So, Hopefully baby's doing a little better. I got my 8 p.m. coffee. It's okay. Oh, that's how you live. I got my 8 p.m. pickup too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepsi, I'm here. If you want to sponsor us, we're Peepsy. Let's go. Would tie in with Christian Peepsy. Ooh, Peepsy. I would love to. Uh. And and marshmallow peeps make Pepsi extra gross. Oh, that sounds <laughs> awful. Mountain, Take a gross thing and make it worse. Mountain Dew peep black. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for Easter. Oh God, that sounds great. Where do you want to start? You want to start? I mean, I, so I watched SmackDown today because I was covering Impact's Hard to Kill show on Friday, uh, and I, I watched Rampage as well. But you know, Rampage typically not a show that we would talk about, but also there was some really fun yeah, a lot shows. going on this week. Yeah. <laughs> Rampage this week, yeah. Uh, new year, you, new Rampage. They're trying a little harder. Raw, they kind of punted this week because there was a bowl game that was very lopsided. <laughs> You think at that point, you'd like when they get to halftime and they realize that the score is like 50, whatever, just, just let like, everyone go home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're calling it. Let's just go home. The, the last hour of Raw was like the tag. Sh- the tag match was actually really good. The tag turmoil or whatever they called it. I really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, yeah kind of out of nowhere, but like it was, it was good. Yeah. Th- th- honestly, like I'm looking at, looking at Raw and I'm just like, nothing's like the, like, 
carting out Baron Corbin and having JBL talk while KO just sat there being like, F my life. I hate this. <laughs> Gotta give him a win. There's that one spot where he just like walked away and Baron kind of slammed into the ring post. That was good. Yeah. There, that, listen, was it worth all of it? No. No, not at all. <laughs> not even in the slightest. Wait. Okay. So I didn't watch the week before and I was kind of in and out brain wise this week. Wait. What happened with Bobby Lashley? Why is he back? I thought he was fired. Did they address that? Yeah, they literally the next day on socials. Okay. And Pierce was like, Fuck, on socials. Piss off. But that was the thing. It was like two or three weeks ago when they did that with, yeah, with yeah, Bobby. Yeah. And then by the next Monday, they they said Adam Pierce rescinded the uh the firing. So <laughs> he was very sorry. It was very so he said I made a big mistake a and big then he, and he apologized. Yeah, he has a royal wumble. Yeah. So uh, now he's in the Royal Wumble and okay. his buddies in the Hoet business are probably going to, anyway, the Hurt Business is probably going to get back together. I'm excited for that. I'm totally down. Yeah, do, do that. But I mean, whatever. Who knows where things are going now? Everything is in chaos, chaotic disarray. They're going to dangle that carrot in front of us for another year. Be like, ooh, here comes the Hurt Business. And everyone's refired. Ooh, here's Saudi Arabia instead. <laughs> We shall see. We shall yes, see. we will. Uh, other than that, you know, was there anything on Raw that really like tickled our? Face? No, not, nothing like really stuck with me. Uh, Alexa's there doing her thing. I I don't oh, like where oh, any of that's going. So yeah, that's all going to go into our brave Wyatt yeah. conversation. Yeah, that's part of the dumpster oh, fire. That was so bad. Uh, I don't know what they were thinking to do in there, but uh, either way, Solskjaer and Dolph Ziggler went longer than it should have been, but Dolph's a really good worker, so it was yeah, a yeah. match. Uh, and then other than that, like, listen, tag team turmoil was great. Oh, Miz TV with the Judgment Day was which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He had Dominic much. trying to explain prison to. Yeah, yeah, hard Dominic is funny. Like, I, I don't know, he's very bad at it, but it's all it's a funny shtick. I don't mind it. Him him being not good at it is what makes it even better. We're all hard for Dominic Mysterio here, aren't we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Goddamn. You know who else we're hard for? Anyway, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that was such, uh, such a funny, stupid segment. And then they went into the tag team turmoil. And, of course, Dominic becomes, like, the reason for tag team turmoil. because The entire focal point. Finn got, got tuckered or whatever. <laughs> Tucker's the other guy. He got Otis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what happened to Tucker. He started Twitch streaming after he got released, and then he became like this yoga crypto guy. And yeah, he, he turned into a douche, bro. And then everyone was just like, "That's enough, Tucker. Nobody, you aren't." Nobody turns into these. People. He revealed himself to have always been a douche, bro. Yeah. It, well, we see, talk- this is the thing. Like sometimes wrestlers shouldn't open their mouth. It's just for the best. <laughs> there are a lot of times wrestlers shouldn't open their mouth. Who was it? That, someone has this tweet that everyone goes back to. And I think it's, um, it's Damo. It, it's Nikki Cross's husband. And it's like, what can I tell you? Most wrestlers are dipshits. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I don't know. <laughs> Most of them are stupid. Also never look at what they like for the love of God. Well, no, that's it, how it hurts you. conversations start. It's We're so painful. We're going to talk about her and her new movie. Her. Role. I was addressing somebody else still. Cause the pile is never ending. Like, oh god all the monet in the world uh where do you want to go from here that was raw that was fine the 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 the, they're gonna do i guess a match for the raw tag team championships that's the big question is it the raw tag titles they exist for a week well they have both of them right the usos do so they're doing it just for the raw ones so that's what people keep saying like on the tv show that's what they kept saying was the raw tag titles but uh, that's fine if that's how they do this one at a time that works for me they're gonna i mean when do they do it is it next is it tomorrow night is if it's monday night they're gonna be punting on that show too because there's a big ball game again yeah well there's monday 12 weeks of big game. ball games it doesn't end yeah like, but this one has like big playoffs true true we're we are nearing the end so yeah oh, i'm so excited for the end of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll watch the two games or the three games i watch of the entire season soon so that'll be nice yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch any of this. I'm not a football guy, I'm sorry. I, I'm a Canadian, and I'm just not a not a guy oh, for that. It's certainly understandable to not be a CFL guy. <laughs> Tell that to my buddy Greg, who's not going to let me live that down if I say it publicly. Uh, but anyway, I'm also not. A, I'm. Not, I can't be a hockey fan anymore either because my teams are garbage. 
They're very bad. It's very funny to me. I don't watch any hockey either. Also, I not lost like seven to one yesterday. I, I follow baseball and MMA. That's really the only like actual sport I follow. You want to talk about Francis Ngannou? I don't know shit about shit he's, about. He's fuck. just good. He's fighting the good fight, fighting the scumbags of the UFC. Refused to be the highest paid heavyweight fighter ever. It's fine because that's <laughs> still not employment soon. Well, he doesn't need he's good. <laughs> you he's good. Need it. That's true. He was he he's been there. Uh he he's he's a good man. President guy, a great guy. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. Adam Pearson has the tourney for the tag titles because uh we got banger after banger after bang. Yeah, that's they were true. that was a funny little that was, that, funny. was that was cu- a cute little, you know, they're just shaking him. Pierce oh, is stabilizing his neck while Pierce's <laughs> face. He just kept going. You can tell that was just like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna rib you on camera. <laughs> like, <laughs> if anyone's gonna do it, it's Seamus and Drew. Yeah, that's big time. Funny. I've been, I've been really enjoying Seamus's little like workout videos. Those are fun too. So they brought them back because yeah. during a uh, pandemic he was trying to do it, and then all of a sudden it was no third party content, and all of a sudden that went away, and then it came back with Triple H. So uh, I'm I'm very much a fan of those. They're very funny. They're funny and they're informative. I did the butterfly uh, sit up thing with Seth this week. Anyway, um, <laughs> with that, <laughs> where he's doing them and he's just farting up a storm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm a child at best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who farts when they work out? Anyway, uh, where do you want to go from here? You want to talk about dynamite and be chronological? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dynamite. L.A. Baby, we're in the forum. La. Great opening contest. Adam Page, John Moxley. Mm. I enjoyed the shit out of that match. It was good. Great storytelling. Great finish with Moxley being all like, oh, my brain. Yeah, so now Moxley gets to go home and take a few weeks off finally. Gets to go It'll be two him. and he'll be back. Everyone knows. <laughs> he can't stay away. Yeah, Soraya's going to have her meltdown and all of a sudden Mox has to save the division. <laughs> Mox in a wig? Mox. Like, what? It'll be him in the pink wig like the hair he had when he was like 22. Yeah, my God. Renee's is going to be like, what the? What, the, what is going on? Oh, I'm so into it. But yeah, uh, Hangman and Mox had a really good match. Moxley's first uh, loss in a while, like his yeah. first singles loss, and it was clean and it was good. And it just catapults Hangman back into that uh back into that stratosphere where he should be starting to look towards challenging for uh, AEW championship, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to see he's a, he's a when, when do we do Hangman and MJF is that a random dynamite or is that a pay-per-view show I'd never know anymore man I don't know what the big matches are because like they throw them onto TV so quickly and then honestly the pay-per-views don't feel special to me like they feel longer <laughs> there are many more matches but they aren't they aren't any more special than the stuff they throw on on, on television like they, they gotta find a way to kind of make those feel different and like telegraph what we're leading to a little bit more, maybe like, I don't know. Cause they always feel like the build length for the pay-per-views is almost the exact same length as the build length for their random TV like matches. So not important to me. Yeah. Uh, looking in the chat, they're saying, I've been saying a woman should join the BCC <laughs> for the longest time. I guess we should have mocks in a wig. <laughs> yeah. Renee, I need a pink wig. What for? Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> and then they go from one guy with a brain injury to another guy as Adam Cole Bebe comes out and does his best meme impersonation of call an ambulance, but not for me. I like this promo. I thought it was Cole fun. was it's very earnest. It. I liked it because that's He's Adam a nice Cole. man. You ever watch Chugs on Twitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. So, yeah, this is good. Good these back uh very necessary very needed good for AEW at the moment i'm really i'm also just digging like this new look is much better like they look a lot more polished having the 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 barricade wraps is really really nice thank you yes yeah. they finally got the new uh ring skirts and the new barricade wraps and it, it almost begs the question like why didn't you do this the week before was it yeah i i assume a delay but that's just bad <laughs> organizing like, yeah, it's just this it, was what this really feels like is like we used up all of the money, but we specifically run our budgets January to January, and now all the new money's in. Like, 
Oh, God. No, we had to spend an extra million dollars on the Jags, make sure that they were still going to the playoffs. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed uh, Adam Colbebe's promo. I'm happy to see Chugs back. I, I'm i a little nervous that the way they're going to play it is that he's a face for like the first month, and then the kingdom's going to try and get him to be their friend again, and he's, gonna, he's not going to fight the kingdom, but eventually he's going to side with the kingdom, and that's going to be when he finally joins the kingdom and then here we are again. That's the one thing with this promo that kind of irked me was that like, Oh, your face. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't know. Fine by me. But yeah. Oh man. I, I I'm excited to see where they go with, with, uh, with that jungle hook, take on the firm, big bill and Lee. It was, a, eh, it was this fine. match was fun. Uh, I'm. I don't think Jungle Hook is as interesting of a name as AEW seems to think it is. It's just like okay. I think it's not really be Jungle Book. Yeah, that's not that's not anything. Like it's that's a rhyme, but the two combined. Me anyway, it's not that good. I don't. I don't think it's that interesting. Uh, I liked the build to the to the uh, T Bone Suplex. T Bone Suplex. Yeah, T Bone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was fun. It was. I. I it felt a little anticlimactic to me. I don't know why. I just maybe I, the, what what ruined it was that they still needed Lee Moriarty to take the pin. So like it 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 was a big moment, and then there was like another couple of minutes of just kind of rolling around the ring while they hugged him into submission. So yeah, that's fair with the um, STF or whatever. But I mean, you know, it was a fun match. There's a certain subset yeah. of the crowd that was super into it, so I get it. And I'm not going to good to see Hook back in the ring. Like I'm just happy to see that. So yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Get a musical number where Jack Perry sings. I want to be you. I want to be like you. Oh, man, he does love shelling out a fortune for musical rights, but Disney might be a hard one. Given anyway, <laughs> uh, the Americans and Dragons and Bryans and Danielson takes on Kanosuke Takeshita. I'm normally very good at saying that name, but yeah. uh, MJF apparently is not good at saying that name. What do you think of that promo that MJF? Okay. I, I had seen some people complaining about it. And so I was expecting something bad and it was, it was nothing. It was, it was a heel promo. It was fine. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry if that upset you. It didn't, it wasn't, it didn't seem particularly off color for like a heel wrestling promo. I think it was lazy. Yeah, but that's been MJF's kind of MO lately. I don't think he's been trying very hard. He's been going blue and going just really like crude for a while now. Like he lost some of his magic as soon as he like on the way to this championship. <laughs> he lost his magic when he laid out William Regal. <laughs> yeah. But uh he comes to the ring, he says says all the shit. And in the moment I was talking about this with somebody else. Uh, I said, like, in the moment, I fully understand why you would feel a little gross about that promo. But that's kind of the point. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Like, they're also in L.A. Like, it's not anyway. Well, on top of that, he also gets run off by Danielson afterwards. Like, the idea here is that the heel was being such a P.O.S., that afterwards the babyface came down to like make the save and make things right. And the heel took a powder. He was, he knew he was wrong. He knew he was button pushing and being a piece of shit. So he hightailed it. He looked like a, like, looked like a coward. That's what yeah, the crowd was booing him. It was, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It just, the it, right things were happening. Minus there were quite a few MJF signs in the background at the time, which was like, yeah, but what do you, what can you do? Wrestling fans, wrestling fans is right. But it was fine. I, I liked I, it. Real, I did not think it was that like line crossy. No, I, I think a lot of people um, want to find something wrong with everything immediately. In yeah. terms of finding a little bit of time to, um, to, to analyze and be introspective about a, a wrestling promo, which sounds really weird to say, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. When yeah, I say for sure. Uh, either um, way, go ahead. Go ahead two celebrities in this segment like i this is this is the thing where it's like they are doing what they need to and should be doing business wise but i couldn't give less of a shit about any of the celebrities that come to AEW. like i don't there's no celebrity i think that i would care about period uh that's like i'm not really speaking to the caliber of celebrity although like a couple of them are like straight c or d tier but like Ken Jeong's fun and Freddie Prince Jr. is wrestling, so whatever. 
Um, but I don't care. I just don't care. I don't need them to tie into the show. I didn't know who Paul Walter Hauser was. I had to Google it. I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen him in a couple things. Yeah. I don't care. Why does he have this box? Wait, I don't care. It's a Golden Globes box, and you have to wait until Rampage to find out what he won the Golden Globe for. That may, I, I don't know. It's All very strange. Stupid. Like, anyway, it's fine. Like, I don't. I'm not criticizing them for this because I, I think it does make sense to do this from a business perspective and to grow the brand and to show legitimacy. It's all good. It's just boring as hell to me. Also, Vince Vaughn was at the show. What the f- really? Yeah, Vince Vaughn was there. He got a photo with Adam Cole and Britt. Maybe he was just like, "Do not, don't show me on camera. I am in my fat face." Like uh, he looked fine when the photo wow. was taken. Uh, and and uh, actually, Mark Marin and his producer were there. They did a whole. Uh, they did some of their premium content was uh, was them going because it was Mark's first wrestling show. Like as I think either ever or as an adult. And like for those who don't know, Mark Marin was also. Uh, a cast member on glow glow yeah i mean like, it's not surprising to me like yeah so he worked with a bunch of wrestlers you know on the background and the foreground of yeah the- who was there was someone like who made like a lot of sense who was working with them for in-ring Chavo. stuff Chavo. Chavo. Yeah, yeah thank you yeah yeah so that and, and that was really cool but uh i was trying to get uh, brandon his producer to to give me a few minutes to talk to mark and brandon about the experience uh it's it, it's been an uphill battle because they very much know how to monetize their own damn content and not let me have a little bit more of it. So yeah, that's Brandon, like his bread and butter these days. So Brandon, Mark, this is my plea. Come talk to me. Fifteen minutes. Let's go. Come on. Anyway, Danielson and Takeshita had a really good match. Very good. Very much enjoyed this. Like this, really. Again, like Takeshita stood out pretty quickly when he showed up uh, for me, and then yeah continue to do that this was really really good i thought the what kiss my ass is that what he said in the end <laughs> that, yeah, that was yeah. good so, so okay so here's the thing i you're not on twitter anymore and you're no. not like um that insider wrestling person who like follows every little thing and i know that also bugs you because we talk about it on the show uh a lot of this stemmed from uh a photo of don Callis at pwg talking to kanosuke Takeshita. At which point, Glenn Gilberti, aka Disco Fucking Inferno, oh, dipshit, yeah, yeah. W, that dipshit said something like, "He'll never be a big star because he doesn't speak good English." Okay, so this is all like kind of a nod. That makes the MJF stuff even less of a problem. <laughs> like, that's really what it was. But the problem was, at the end of the day, we're we're having to go to those Twitter conversations and those Twitter posts that like not everyone follows. It, but here's the thing. I think this one worked just fine on a surface level too. Right? Like I, I, I didn't know any of that and I still like watched it and understood it. There was no, like, I just thought Takesh just seemed like, is this American enough for you? Like the, the fact that yeah. he said American and not English delivered the tone for that pretty clearly. It's like, yeah. this is a parody of this opinion. Like anyway, so I agree with you on that. I think they, yeah. in that regard, they did a really good job of of kind of taking it away from the oh, you had to be there to know, to making it a little more understandable for someone who maybe isn't, uh, you know, permanently and constantly <laughs> online. Terminally online. Terminally online. Uh, we don't talk about Juice Robinson. He's got a match against Darby. I <laughs> didn't love that promo. <laughs> and then. Jamie Hayter and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya and Tony Storm. That's the match. A lot of shouting. A lot of, that, lot of, shouting. A lot of Tony Storm walking to the ring looking a little bit of boo-boo face because I don't think she was really happy about how things were playing out. Sometimes they got to play out that way. Sorry, Sometimes Tony. people need to figure out that something is something and it's not something else. Not everything is a swerve, bro, and not everything is like some ridiculous like big moment in wrestling yeah we talked last week about yeah. about mercedes money showing up and we were kind of both under the impression and under the agreement that no she was not going to be in the match yeah this is going to play out exactly how they said they were trying to downplay it last week with that interview yeah and then like, we said maybe she'll show up and the tickets will be hers and then later on the afternoon on wednesday on a twitch stream saraya's like no nah, man i gave those to a friend 
Why does that, why do wrestling fans have to make everything weird? Like I gave, why do you have to say things on the, because here's like, okay. And that's where I disagree with her on that. You have uh, a two hour program, not including all of the commercials, uh, not including all of the wrestling where not a whole lot of speaking happens. The words you say should be purposeful. The little bits should matter. Uh, it's like in a movie, you shouldn't be showing things that don't matter. It's a waste of time and it's limited. So like, don't, don't just say shit. It is, it is quite frustrating. That's one thing that you and I have harped on with AEW is that sometimes they'll introduce a thread, but then it just kind of gets burnt and nothing happens to it. Uh, The tickets were one of those things. And it, it, I can see where they were trying to be like, do you want these tickets or do you want the match? And Soraya was like, I'll find a partner. We'll have a match. And she still took the tickets. I think that's where a lot of people just kind of said, oh, she took the tickets too. But it should have just been like, I'll have the match, tear up the tickets. Tear up the tickets. Yeah, that's that's a funny, like, and that's the right way to approach that and have it not turn into a bunch of speculation. However, I also don't really begrudge AEW that because the, the silly building of speculation does work in their favor at this point in time. Yeah. Um, so like, whatever, it's fine. Um, I just wish they wouldn't drop so many narrative threads, but like, I also, yeah, that's me taking issue with Soraya kind of explaining it away when you could just say, no, it was just a thing. So, so I also, I don't fault AEW for, for this. I had a, a whole long conversation with people who were like, no, this is exactly like CM Punk. This is, you know, very similar, if not the same, they booked their entire arena on this. And I'm like, what? They booked Punk on a rumor, yeah, a very like worst kept secret rumor. Mercedes was just a bunch of people talking to talk, and like one promo that may have been even aired erroneously. They made one reference and said "boss" and a wink, and people lost their damn minds. (laughs) Suddenly, it was like, "Oh, she's coming! She's coming! She's coming!" And we're just like, "Or is she?" And she was not. So. Again, it's just, uh, it's expectation setting in wrestling. I think there's a lot of conversation about that, but uh, that was the second time that week where expectation setting in wrestling needed to be put into place. Delightful. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Yeah. Jericho's in the ring and he does the whole thing with Ricky Starks and Action Andretti. Uh, My favorite part of the entire promo was when Jericho talks about Bola, but Excalibur, who is the commentator at Bola, did not make any reference to the fact that the entire... JAS showed up at Bola. <laughs> Didn't want to give him the the uh, credibility. I don't know. Yeah. Hager like, likes that, so it's Hager and Starks next. Yeah, that's fine. It was fine. It was a long way to get to that. Sammy but. and Starks will be great, but God, just get to Starks and Jericho in a stipulation match at Revolution. Just, just get there. Yeah. Please. End this now. I don't need it's to- fine. I'm glad that Starks has a, a package. There will be moments along the way where this is very good, as is tradition with Jericho. Like, it's just this week was one of the meh segments where they just make a bunch of dim-witted jokes, uh, which is also Jericho's MO. It's like half <laughs> real lowbrow, boring crap, and then some gold along the way. So, you know, we'll get it. Speaking of gold, match number seven of the... Uh... Death Triangle and Elite Best of Seven. It's over. Trios Championship. Yay. Okay. Yay. So the Elite win. It's a 15 minute match. It's a sprint to the finish. Uh, listen, it was a fun match. I think it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really good stuff. Uh, it's over. It I think it exactly how we said after they blew up the entire great. thing. And I was like, okay. The uh, only thing they didn't do was have House of Black show up right away. Yeah. They kind of. They kind of uh, they calmed down on that after they took out Brandon Cutler that one week. Yeah. Now it's like it's going to happen. We just don't know when. Yeah. I the match was fine. Like it's just I don't know. I don't know what the elite are like. They they still have Don Callis. They still have like Brandon Cutler doing the 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 cooling spray. Uh, like I don't I don't. Am I supposed to cheer for these guys? Like I don't I don't. I don't like yes. I don't I don't like them at all. I think they're I a bunch of douchebags. Oh my god, why? Yeah, I don't know. Well, because they carry themselves as such. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The match was fine. Uh I <laughs> this just felt like a consolation prize. This entire thing felt like a consolation prize to Death Triangle. 
uh, where it's just like, okay, they're coming back and they're the bosses. So they get the titles first. Yeah, uh, we just took a little detour more. with you guys. So uh, to make you feel better, you'll lose it, but it'll take a really long time. Okay. Is that okay? Okay. You got 90 days, figure out how you're going to put these titles together for 90 days. Yeah, I understand that. Some sentence. of these matches were fun. Some of them were not necessary. Like the bulk, the, okay, here's the thing. On the tipping point of the scale, most of it was very entertaining. So like all in all positive. Uh, we'll see where they take the trios titles after this. Cause I don't know. Who has next? Because for all intents and purposes, you've got Kenny who now has the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship. He's doing this belt collector thing again. They can't just let the trios titles go by the wayside and be like, look, the EVPs have it, so therefore, we don't need to put them up any. And then he got the Young Bucks who, of course, would love to be tag team champions again. What do you do? Like, how do you, Who gets next on the trios title? Because clearly, at one point, Kenny's going to want to go for, presumably, the AEW World Championship, and the Bucks will presumably want to go for the AEW Tag Team Championships. So, who who's next? How's it black? And that's a quick, quick move. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go right over to them. Uh, I think we'll have like some intermediary two week thing uh, with a trio. I can't really think of many other than like best friends, but uh, Cassidy is occupied at the moment with his belt. Although that hasn't stopped them from busying people up, even though they should be using those title belts to fill out shows. Um, Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point and it works everywhere i write Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yeah. friends in Orange Cassidy. Uh, they're, they're the quickest, laziest three-man group that can eat an L like that's that's just where I see it because they'd have to kind of build someone up real quick and then have them lose um they do have other trios I just can't for the life of me like think of anyone other than best friends yeah we got a super chat from Dex Baker thank you saying I agree I have no idea what the elite are and when you book them against favorite acts like death triangle and maybe house of black I know who I'm booing and I get yeah, it yeah they- yeah They've got that kick-ass Kansas theme to the elite. And then after that, you're just like, okay, now what do we do? Yeah. And that's the thing. I thought they were coming back as faces because they were, you know, they they got the music. It, it was a good moment. The return felt really strong. Um, 
Okay, I kind of like this idea, by the way. Yeah, that's that's actually the perfect group to to eat that L within two weeks. Like, it's more likely they'll give them the Ring of Honor six man tag titles, though. Yeah, my God, I love the idea that both Ring of Honor and AEW have have the six man tag champions just go at it versus have the elite and who's oh is it House of is it uh, Cage's Embassy? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good match. Elite versus the Embassy is going to be a banger. Let's do it. <laughs> Hey, look, that does sound fun, to be honest. I want to see Brian Cage throw around all three of those guys. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> Khan and, uh, and oh, God, what's his name? Natango the Lock. other one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm such a fan of that. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see. Yeah, you can do it with Satnam, too. Satnam Singh just beating the shit out of everyone. Just like Attempting to. How will he overcome the agility of the elite? <laughs> It'll be the King Kong spot. <laughs> <laughs> He's just swatting out of the air. No. At one point, just have both the bucks running around him, like in a circle. <laughs> and then Kenny comes in and hits a V trigger. V trigger. I was going to say was gonna... The, the mightiest, highest leaping V trigger you could ever imagine. Superman punch from give, give him the little the little trampoline they gave uh, they gave Reginald. <laughs> if you want it, listen. If you have the elite go all the way to uh, the next big crossover event with New Japan. You can have Ozzy Open and Will Ospreay challenge for the the you know the the trios titles. That's not bad. I would do that. Continue the Osprey story, but I think there's a little. I, I think we're kind of moving past Osprey and uh, Kenny. After yeah. I I don't think it's going to be that quick of a run for them. Uh, I think the level of <laughs> narcissism that was exhibited here is going to mean they get it at least six months. I think. Um, and also let's not forget, you know, I know we're talking about narcissism and all that, but on the other side of it, they are some of the bigger stars of the company and these are brand new titles. And the original plan was for them to hold those titles and give some sort of relevance to them. So I'm not against the idea of them holding it for a while, but it did kind of get messed up for the last 90 days. I think the whole title situation in AEW got messed up because all of a sudden the, the everything just exploded with the Ring of Honor acquisition, right? Like these trios oh, yeah, titles that people were like is. clamoring for, but there's so many belts at play now. Like <laughs> Yeah, know. it's that's what did it. It had nothing to do with targets and empty-headed dumb fucks and <laughs> drift and muffins nothing to do with that no not at all there's also that yeah, yeah oh god all right well let's move on that was that was dynamite a good a good episode of dynamite all things considered like yeah. i thought it flowed well that's really what it came down to i thought it flowed well yeah in ring was good like the uh, there was the the acclaimed promo i didn't really pay attention something about the walk of fame um but yeah like it wasn't it, Stuff happened. It was good. It was a solid show. Like, fine. Very good. What else is fine is leaving a thumbs up on this video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about SmackDown? Yeah. Or do you want to talk about Rampage? Actually, uh, the only thing I want to highlight from Rampage is that street fight. That street one fight. Like, very bloody. <laughs> great. <laughs> I saw on Bleacher Report. They were talking about the white shirt, and I was like, yeah, that's literally every blood match. The yeah. wrestlers come out wearing white, and if they're like, if that's not typically part of their gear, you know they're going to be bleeding a lot. Exactly. Like, that has happened consistently in AEW. If there's going to be blood, everyone's wearing white, which is not a bad idea. It's just funny, because it super telegraphs what's going to happen. That is a trope in wrestling as old as time. Yeah. You wear hey, it because it accents, accents the blood. Yeah. I was going to say accentuates and I said accents. But yeah, that match was so good. No update yet on Anna Jay after taking that table spot that's been going around. I, I'm going sure to assume she's fine. She's fine. I'm yeah. pretty sure this is a no news is good news situation. Yeah. But I think on Wednesday, because she's the heel, she's going to come out and like, neck brace wheeled down. wheelchair like yeah. all all her limbs and casts yeah. yeah and then because she's with jericho Jericho's gonna be like that's what you're doing you're just gonna yeah. be all casted up no you're gonna cover cover up the bus cover up the butt like cover up everything that makes you look like you yeah and that's gonna get you heat and we're all just gonna laugh about this shit but uh kudos to those to everyone involved in that match because it was bloody and it was really fun. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted Ruby and, and Willow to fight. That's what that's. I wanted someone to, I wanted Ruby to turn on Willow. It's so not happening. I'm telling there's you. Still there's still time. 
All right, SmackDown opens with Bro- with Gunther versus Braun Strowman. This was a really good match for the Intercontinental Championship. For the most part. For the most part. I thought I really liked the finish because the finish made sense. They were both exhausted. <laughs> you could tell. Like yeah. it was sloppy, but it, it did make sense. Like Gunther is not a light man. So so one thing to keep in mind when it comes to the finish is that Gunther has so many different ways to finish you. And we've talked about yeah. this in this show. You know, he's got the power bomb. He's got that lariat. He's got, uh, what was the, the, it was, I mean, kind of, he's used that drop kick as, as a finish. Like he, his had, chops have finished. Like his chops. Yeah. So the idea here was that he used all of those things in succession, finally to put down Braun. And I thought that was just really solid storytelling on his part. I, I really enjoyed that, uh, that match with Gunter. And then he later on said, I'm going to be in the Royal rumble. So, uh, I guess this means that Brock Lesnar might also show up in the Rumble. <laughs> if the rumors are true and it's Gunter versus Brock at WrestleMania, I'm all in on this. Shit. Yeah, that sounds actually very good to me. Like very, very good. I would love to see that. Um, they could also do a fun thing in the Rumble. Like they they made a big deal about Brock and Braun sharing the most eliminations thing. That's another way to get Gunther into it. Like because that is the role he is stepping into. Like this is the way to do it. Tie him up here have Brock maybe stop him, like get him to 13 and have him close to 14 and have Brock eat him. I really like that idea. I, I had yeah. not thought of that. And I really like that. They made a meal of it. And like, this seemed like something that maybe triple H was, you know, we'll see. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and Mike pointing out, yeah, he used the splash as a finish too. Yeah. At one point. So it was good. I, yeah, it's just a really solid match. And um, I see Scott in the chat saying like, I miss the intercontinental championship being defended at the rumble. Fine with this in this case, because that was the one championship where if it was defended at the rumble event probably meant it was changing hands. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the WWE championship almost never was anyway. Uh, Sammy and the bloodline stuff. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. At the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. Smackdown talk, because there was so much good stuff in there. I want to really dig in. And uh, meanwhile, I don't really want to dig in too much on Mysterio and, Caring cross ah okay i do there was a few things there's a few things in this one mysterio's mask was weird loved it loved how weird it was it looked very soft i think it was his casual mask yeah it was it was definitely his like i don't wrestle in this mask this is my talking to people out in the world man yeah somebody somebody told me it was his laundry day mask it looked very comfortable i'll tell you that yeah yeah exactly honestly it was the the the, like the the sweatpants of masks it It was was great material yeah yeah that's great uh carrying cross comes out and he's dressed like hitman just saying <laughs> like he's got the red tie he's kind of like yep yeah okay they finally listened he's going to be a hitman with a witchy wife <laughs> oh the and the, and the card botch like the very obvious <laughs> whoever's doing like that specific effect work for wwe <laughs> needs to be replaced like so okay so i'll give it to luis here he said that the mask ray war was the original ray Mysterio oh Mysterio. that is very so, nice okay yeah that- I had told someone I think it's his one of his old WCW masks, so this makes more sense. Yeah, it was his dad's mask, and his, it, yeah, or not his dad. It's perfect. It's a tradition for father to shit on son. <laughs> like every father sucks <laughs> in wrestling. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, the cross stuff was uh, Cross's delivery of the promo was not great, um, but any, his look was a character. Great. Sorry, any character who comes out looking like Hitman is probably going to be a real piece of shit human. I'm looking at you, Loki. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was it was something. It was very funny. It was very, like, paint-by-numbers heel promo. Like, I feel like this exact promo has been delivered every single decade, like, a few times. Absolutely. Yeah. I got nothing to add to it. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, Good. They did well of covering that card, not going off and just like choking him out and walking out and nobody made any like faces or anything when it didn't, when it didn't work. So good on their professionalism for that. Yeah. Uh, That live promo in the back. I loved this for (laughs) such, it was so camp. It was so funny. And you got Maxine Dupree and everyone's like, Who's that blonde girl next to uh, Emma? <laughs> just laughing because it's she hasn't been on TV in so long. It took me a while until she opened her mouth, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." Yeah, <laughs> not Sophia Cromwell. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Liv is like, "I'm going to go in number one," and they're all making fun of her. And then in walks Raquel Rodriguez, and she's just like, "You know, that's that's stupid. They're right. They should laugh at you. You're being dumb." And then Liv <laughs> does everything but break out 
what do the five fingers say to the face? Instead, she's like, oh, I got my palm red red today. (laughs) (laughs) Slap! Fight time! That was absolutely my favorite thing ever. It like... If she, had done, if she had done the five finger say to the face, if she had done that line, I would have packed it up and been like wrestler of the year. <laughs> Just like how bad everyone is at acting in that room was really great. Like it was very wrestling. I loved it. It, it like, this was actually good. Like when I say bad is like a, no, this is what things should be in wrestling. I think like this was perfectly fine. Uh, it set up a match that was, that made sense. Uh, the one thing I hate is that the rules for entering the Royal rumble make no sense. And there's no, like, before they used to do back in the 90s they used to do lotteries they used to have competitions for spots now it's just like you can choose to enter whenever is how they seem to talk about it which is not how it rolls out like i don't it's, know it's been a bit of a mess over the last few years for sure yeah. the lottery stuff was good for storytelling there was yeah. you know eddie guerrero and rick flair and eddie stole rick's number and all that stuff that stuff like that was always fun but um they've kind of got yeah they've gotten rid of that in the past but uh, I would but love it's just to- chaos. Like it's like, yeah. it's like they're trying to dissuade live. It's like, you could enter last. And it's like, could she, is that how it works? Like, and, and I don't agree that everyone should have a qualifying match, but I think that, no, if- yeah, I think everyone would be a bit much, but yeah. like if we had, you know, multiple heats, that type of quality show, sure. But yeah. Or like people that you a hundred percent, you know, equate with, the winning percentages or someone who doesn't lose every other match like Zia Lee, for example, probably shouldn't be given automatic entry. Buy. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Like she should have to fight Tegan Knox, for example. And like which- they put in like all of the lower tier champs. If they don't have a match, like as a buy, that's easy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Number one contenders, whoever they yeah. are, yeah, you know, have stuff like that. There's a way to do it, but I really don't think uh, all it requires is having a narrative board that you actually adhere to. But whatever, yeah, exactly. <laughs> writing is hard. Anyway, we talked about the Drew and Sheamus thing. That was yeah, it was funny. <laughs> now we got to talk about Bray Wyatt. Oh, we're doing it here. All right, here we go. Yeah, no, this is it. This is it. This is it. What the hell are we doing, Bray? Wyatt? I skipped through his 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 entrance. Because mm-hmm. nothing new there, except the sound quality was crap. Um, does the entrance, comes out, sits in a chair, rocking chair. Nothing new there. Done that before. Um, then, then that was his, like, callback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thing, right? in the swamp. Uh, he says all of his former names. He yeah. remembers he is Uncle Howdy. Yeah, I am him. It's like, okay. He is the nagging conscience of a world that has thrown itself away to moral monsters. Basically, he says a lot of 2014 yep. Bray Wyatt bullshit. And he's just like, hey, man, I'm the guy. I'm Basically, he smoked a big fat bull and was like, I know what I'm going to say out here, man. That was the vibe. And, mm-hmm. and then and he's like, hey, when those lights run out, you better run. Make yeah. make sure not to slip on the Mountain Dew on the way out. Like, okay. Oh boy, before I cut that promo, you guys got my rocking chair. I don't think I can stand up the whole thing. Wow. Oh shit, I'm in it. I'm oh. so baked. I've been rocking this whole time. Yeah. When does LA not come out for this part? Oh, he's not here this week. Oh shit. I got nothing. I got nothing else. What are we doing, Bray Wyatt? What is the point? I said this was a risk. <sighs> and it's it's true colors time, baby. I don't know. I'm hoping we look back and ignore this promo entirely, but this yeah, week yeah, yeah. is not it. And I can tell you that more people were like, what the fuck is this? Then we're fine with it. Yeah. Hey, man, does that Mountain Dew, how does that taste? Is that, is that black enough for you? <laughs> like, you Jeremy, more tar in it. Like. Jeremy and I posited that the, uh, the the pitch black match, the way it should be, is uh, you get two two liter bottles of of, of the, the product. Your you do you do Edward forty hands, Edward 40 but, hands yeah. but then you drink a full bottle, and then you get to kick your opponent. The first, the first one to piss loses. No, the first one to puke up the bottle. Oh yeah, because that's coming out faster than piss with Mountain Dew. Well, especially if you're kicking your opponent in the stomach after mm-hmm, you drink a two liter mm-hmm. bottle. That's the way you do it. I'm fine with it. It was just not not a good segment from Bray. And I'm like, 
a few weeks ago we were like yeah i'm willing to let this play out i think yeah, this yeah. i get that's what i was saying i was like it's do or die time he doesn't have the constraint of Vin- or the excuse of vince mcmahon um I we'll see our code thing again and the qr code went to the fiend in firefly funhouse lore he's just like i'm still deciding which one of my previous personas i'm gonna revert to because i don't know where to take this one i don't know like i no watch that be it watch that be it at the the end of uncle howdy entirely realizing that the whole thing is kind of awkward and weird and they just use it as a transition phase to get him from hi i'm bray riot bray wyatt returning bray riot you know what put him in a crop top let's do it <laughs> let's go live on rejoin Hot pants fishnet yeah i mean listen alexa bliss shows up on raw and she's just like i am evil and then <laughs> Uncle howdy comes out and like are you in control and everyone's like i mean no one is in control because that segment was awful it was off the rails yeah i the uncle howdy stuff to me is fascinating only because if it turns out to be bo dallas People are going to make so many believe jokes out of it. Like I, I believe, yeah. I believe in Uncle Howdy. Awful. I don't know what to expect. I just my my um, it's not my expectations because those are already pretty low. But like my feeling towards how this plays out is not super high these days. That match is going to be not great. <laughs> the pitch black match is either going to be absolutely incredible because it's so bad yeah okay like so bad it's good great show by the way or it's gonna be so bad it's just really brown yeah yeah i will be i i i I would wager it will be difficult to see (laughs) that's about it i believe in joe howdy you should all watch impact wrestling by the way I host a post show on Fightful.com every Thursday at 10, 10 PM Eastern with Cresta star. She's great. Uh, KO and Sammy. Let's just, let's just go to that because I don't have anything else to add. Like Charlotte and Sonia. That was fun. That was a fun little fight backstage. Okay. Yes. I I didn't like the Sonia setup with Adam Pierce. No, that was weird, but the fight fight was fun. Yeah, you're right. I did enjoy the fight. I did. I, I, I had a good laugh at like Sonia coming back and like jumping on Charlotte on the back from the back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was good. Dude. You got Bray Wyatt off the side, being like, "Yeah, man, that's good entertainment." Yeah, <laughs> give me more of that Mountain Dew pitch black. <laughs> oh my god! Do you think he just sits in a pitch black room all day, thinking this is it? Anyway, uh, yeah. No, sh- doesn't he have like eight kids? That man's got <laughs> <laughs> like oh, obligation. He's probably got a second job somewhere. <laughs> He's a Trader Joe's guy. <laughs> How do you think Tony Chimmel got this job, man? <laughs> I'm the manager of the produce department of this Trader Joe's. Anyone got an apple? I like red. I don't know why he suddenly, uh, what's his face? Uh, <laughs> who's the comedian I'm thinking of? Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg, yeah. Rice is good when you want 200 or something, man. Oh, I messed up the joke. Anyway. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> was him. I was doing him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, the Charlotte and, and Sony thing was great. But when, when do you do that? When when do you do that match at the Rumble, or do you do it before Rumble? I you think this is a good way to to put a women's match with a title on the line at Rumble. And I guess it's one less person in the Rumble, or not in the Rumble. Exactly. Like yes. I feel like these are the two people you can take out of the Rumble situation, yeah. and it would be okay. Like yeah. you don't want to do like a big contender like sonia i think is the right choice to run it back maybe a stipulation because we saw the match on smackdown right so balls count anywhere oh man no ah, maybe they did the backstage thing that's usually a good sign that they might kevin owens and Sami Zayn have an exact match that you expect them to have which is a very very good one yes ends in a dq yeah. i don't hate it because it made sense earlier in the night paul was like there's no bloodline here, buddy. It's just you. And you can do it. I'm pumping you up. I'm gassing you up. You're going to go. You'll beat KO's ass and everything's going to be fine and dandy. And Sammy had it. He had he had the Haluva kick set up, ready to go. And in comes the bloodline, beat the shit out of KO. And Sammy's like, what is this? I had this. And just looking completely shocked, disheveled, upset, every feeling under the sun 
Um, what do you think? What do you think of the match? What do you think of the uh, of the outcome? Match is really, really solid. Like you said, like exactly kind of what you expect. These two know each other so well that like they got to have chemistry. Um, and they've wrestled a billion times at this point. <laughs> um i think yeah i thought this this dq finish was was actually pretty interesting because it it like cool the ultimate goal was to disable um to disable kevin owens right like that was the goal of the bloodline they amp up sammy to be like you got this you got this you got this and then when he does like after all of that talk of love he sees that this was in the works and now he has to question, did he have faith in me? Right? Like that's the, that's the, the angle they're doing here, which is like, nice. Cause it's actually kind of, it's, it's not dumb, <laughs> which is rare. <laughs> like, it's like, you have to kind of put together the rest of the pieces of where it's going. Cause you can see like, okay, how would, how would Sami Zayn feel in this moment? Right? Because he never wins like ever, uh, certainly not on his own. Um, and in this one case where, yeah, he's got it and it's taken away from him by like the ultimate goal of the franchise, like the bloodline needed to just disable Kevin Owens. They don't care about yeah. Sami Zayn's like ability to win or lose a match. Like they were going to make sure this was going to happen no matter what. Um, but they couldn't even hold off until after, right? Like they took the opportunity, even though it meant taking away, uh, a big moment for Sammy. So I thought this was nice. So they do a couple of things that I really liked in that after Sammy kind of gets confused, upset, gaslit for all intents and purposes, um, they go to do the handshake that him and, and, and Jay do. And like, he kind of half asses it and doesn't do it right. When normally that's a thing that like Sammy would have locked, oh, loaded, yeah. totally ready to go. And this time, like it, there was just nothing to it. He was so just disheartened. Like he was so busted up over everything. Like so o- overwhelmed in the moment. And then he sees solo go and do the splash on Kevin Owens. And that was like a bridge too far. That was the moment, like that just crushed. It's what him. we've been talking about. Like yeah. they go too far they in beating up far. Kevin Owens, and it starts to shift his mindset here. So. And then this is what I loved the most. As they're standing over Kevin Owens, I don't know if people caught this. There's this little moment where KO is grabbing at the bottom, or sorry, the top, I should say, of Sammy's boots. Nobody else, he's not grabbing at anybody else, he's only grabbing at Sammy. And he does it for a while until Sammy finally like backs away and like kicks his hand off yeah, and looks at him like very just confused. And there's such good storytelling in there. And just, nice. it's just that moment. I'm excited for the rumble match. We all know the outcome, but I think it's what happens afterwards. That's going to make the big difference. Uh, and I guess really at the end of the day, you reward Sammy in his hometown with the elimination chamber title match. Yep. That makes the most sense to me for sure. Um, originally I thought it was the other way around. I thought it would be, they do Sammy at the rumble because it's a foregone conclusion that the champion's going to retain. And then they were going to do KO at elimination chamber or some sort of combination of everyone. This was much better And what they went, when Sammy now. So now, now this begs the question, does the bloodline turn on Sammy or does Sammy turn on the bloodline? And I don't know. And that's like, both are fine. Like there's avenues. They've done the work that either one makes sense and would feel like well-earned. So now I'm just like, it, it, this is the thing I like. I can't predict it. I don't know for sure. Um, it's good. If, if Sammy doesn't turn by the rumble or get jumped out by the rumble, then he turns on the bloodline at the rumble. before after whatever and like ko's still gonna lose but he still factors into the finish that's kind of my my general feeling yeah uh and i don't hate the idea of having sammy be the one who turns on the bloodline and gets the better of them because we don't see that with faces anymore no we don't see them get the upper hand instead of getting jumped out of the group they're you know being made to look stupid for a change and i'm okay with that idea Mm -hmm. same uh, there's a lot of really, really cool stuff going on in that story. It's the 
it's frustrating that it's the one story in WWE that you can go back to time and again and be like, Oh, there's something new there. Something fun. And then you get like Bray Wyatt where you're just like, man, what are we doing? Yeah. I know it's, 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 it is very frustrating that they can't run an entire show's worth of this because like they have all of the resources and talent in the world to do so. So it is very frustrating that there's any difficulty here. doesn't make sense to me. Did you watch anything else this week? I'm sure you watched NXT, right? No, I didn't watch NXT. What happened on NXT? I've been seeing some Sol, Sol Ruka clips. She seems very talented. She is a <laughs> highly gifable, gifable person. Yeah. She was actually, she they did a, a women's number one contender battle royal, and she did the Kofi spot. Yeah, I, that's that's one of the clips Kofi I saw. Spot. It was very good. And it was like, <laughs> man, upper body strength. Oh, seems exhausting. They seem to be trying to give Toxic Attraction what's left of them a little bit more because yeah. Mandy's gone. Um I'm fine with it. I I don't know. I listen as a first challenge to Roxanne, sure. Like Roxanne Perez is the title holder. They're trying to get back for Mandy who lost her title to Roxanne and like this is this is the end. This is the closure and she wins. Uh and I'm fine with that story. Yeah, I think and I think this is a fun little thing to do. It's a very pro wrestling thing to do to have the tag team like dual win. I thought the the reveal was campy and nice. Like I, I liked the like, oh they ugh. But you both win like yeah okay that's fine Everyone's triple threat with the tag NXT. team like yeah uh and then gender showed up in nxt yeah <laughs> back down to back down to the farm team <laughs> i love it what yeah, it's fine. i'm glad to see him on tv i think he's talented i don't i don't understand the the frustration with it. i guess it comes down to his wwe title run which i never witnessed yep. right yeah, but I think he's a very talented wrestler. I think he's got a great look. I don't think he has a lack of personality or anything. Like the stories they told when he was WWE champion really just turned people off, I feel. Yeah, like that's what it, it's a shame because like it's hard for people to see through like a bad creative. And he's not a bad wrestler. That's the no, thing. He's not, I think he's, I think he's great. Like I think as a main event guy, he had more potential than he was given. Uh but yeah, he just it was five years ago. The WWE championship was basically on SmackDown. It was like AJ Styles or bust. Yeah. You know, and like what happens in February of 2018, Daniel Bryan suddenly gets cleared to wrestle. And now it's all eyes on those two. So that's kind of what happened with, uh, with gender back in that time. But yeah. uh, what do you think of Grayson Waller? I know you've, you've at least seen him a little bit. He's, is he a giant dork? Or do you like, do you like him? No, he's exceptionally talented. <laughs> like he's such a like he came in and his character is Logan Paul type douchebag. And I think it's a very he's very good at playing that heel. Um, so much so that people really can't stand him. And like for everyone who's like, who's got go away heat with me, I was like, he's very, very good in the ring. And if you're denying that, you're just it's because you labeled him a certain way when you saw him and refused to adjust your opinion. Like he has had damn good matches, like very, very good matches. Every pay-per-view match with him has been tremendous. So and he keeps getting better. So they're gonna revisit Braun and Waller because the match they had ended with tomfoolery and a count out because the middle rope broke. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to now, if for some reason that warrants them doing the match in the cage at the next pay-per-view. Well, because <laughs> then if the ropes break, there's still the backing. The cage can still break. Yeah, man, that hasn't happened before. <laughs> I was going to say, Braun's going to like spear him through the cage. <laughs> Nothing we haven't seen before, but that would be great. Actually do that. Would be good. One thing I'm really looking forward to is when the Paul brothers come back, I really want to see them and Grayson Waller have a, a conversation like, like an interaction. interaction just have him there as like a tag along like an irritating like and me and me i'm with the pauls <laughs> the obnoxious grayson waller paul yeah oh, be funny. let's do it until then let's get out of here tim where can the yeah. people find you on the internet they can find me at tim stone p t i m b s t o n e p on instagram just the instagram no worries. no you can check out my band baby's first pistol uh it's difficult to google that I'll say. Uh, by design, it's supposed to be incredibly there's, depressing. There's some um, news out of Indiana that you'll probably get first. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, just, just. Uh, I think it's at babies, B A B Y S underscore 
the number one st underscore pistol on instagram that'll take you the rest of the way y'all really worked on the branding for this i didn't i had no control over that but it's fine uh and again part of it is the performance art that googling that is horrible absolutely horrible horrifying too yeah it's very sad um good band the lyrics i I think the tagline is the soundtrack to your nihilism so yeah it's pretty it's pretty apropos Oh, <laughs> uh, I am at Joel Pearl J O E L P E A R L. I am I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm t- all over this channel, all over Fightful channels, whatever. Just I got some stuff coming down the pipeline that I'm very excited to announce. But until then, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point and it works everywhere i write Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.